four. Bruce Cahoon, third place this time is number eight, Brad James. Welcome to the Oso Moto Show, a moto podcast for fans, made by fans. Talking moto rumors and results. Welcome to the Oso Moto Show. I'm your host, Austin James. After another week off of racing, we had Red Bud this past weekend, and the racing was good. Uh, here to break it all down, we have the Oso Moto crew. Uh, we're going to talk about the good, the bad, the island segment. And talk about our fantasy woes, some of us more than others. Uh, We have my brother, Ethan James, giving us all a major head start in fantasy this summer. And uh, we appreciate that, Ethan. So thank you for taking it easy on us. Anytime, man. Anytime. I hope it continues. And I I have a feeling it will. Uh, We also have everyone's... We'll talk talk about them later. We also have everyone's favorite uncle, Brad James. Had a good weekend in fantasy. Yes. Hold on, you got to do that again. No, it it was so loud. Is it over the limit? Yeah, it's not. It's not holding that. Going lower. Oh, I'm sorry. Red bud. (laughs) Is that better? Yeah, that's good. You had a good weekend in fantasy this week, and you needed it. I did. I needed it. Yeah, I'm catching up to you. Which means that I'm catching up to the other guy. The other guy is Double A Alcorta. He had a baby. He has job negotiations still going on. He uh, took his GED test. He's a grill master. And he, he got a new L-shaped work desk at the Casa. I'm glad you have all that going Play on golf. for you because oh, and hey, the, played golf. Played golf. golf. Oh, we got to talk about that later. It's amazing. Yeah, I'm. What he did. I'm glad you have all of that going on for you because your outlook in fantasy is slowly on the decline. So maybe that's why. Maybe you have so much going on, you can't dedicate the proper amount of time to think through your picks better because this week was was rough for you. I know what you're going to say. I know where you're going to go. Fantasy! If you want, if you want specifics in, in fantasy right now, you ready? Nope. <laughs> you're not going to like this. In fantasy, I am currently ranked 152. Hi, Dave. Yeah, 152. Overall? Overall. He is. I saw it the other day. How when me and Austin stomped you? What a man, what a man, what a man, what a mighty good man. Who got third this week in Pulpamex Fantasy. You're a man, Anthony. We're coming for you. I'm at 594 overall. Um, Oh, so I'm just down the road. 1681. That sounds horrible, but I thought I was doing decent. I like birds. <laughs> hey, time. Ethan, what are you? What are you, Ethan? Uh, any guesses? Top 4,000. Like? 3165. <laughs> so compared to y'all, it's bad, but it could be worse. I could be fat boy. That's how it could be worse. <laughs> well, that's true. Doesn't matter what's going on in life, you could have Fat Boy 65 with another zero for the weekend. (laughs) What's his story? Like, what's going on there, Austin? I don't, I don't know. We have, we've had these two week breaks, and I think I've just forgotten to say, hey, don't forget your your picks this week. And if I do that, he instantly will go put them in within like 30 seconds. He'll make his picks. Um, I haven't done that in the last month or so. Don't make him mad. Let's like take him out of the money so he, the boat deal doesn't get messed up. Yeah, the boat don't, deal. Don't upset him. Uh, I'm hoping we can go pick that don't. up this week. So I think we're still good. Uh, I'll keep you posted. Just so the the podcastership knows, Ethan fed me today. It was really nice. Came over and bought us food. Him and his wife. We are um, parents of three with a newborn. We're always exhausted. I'm at the point right now in my life where I need coffee to wake up. Really, I've never been there. Usually, I just drink coffee to, you know, oh, it's morning, have a coffee. And this morning, I could not function. Like, open my eyes solidly, you know, without coffee. It was crazy. Um, so, yeah. that's where I'm at right now in life. And um, Ethan was like, hey, I'm going to bring you over some food. We're like, oh, sure, thank you. And uh, I've been enjoying it for the past 15 minutes. It's been good. So, thank you for that, Ethan. 
no problem. We walked inside and, you know, Tosh greeted us and like a minute went by and I was like, where's Anthony at? And then he comes like a zombie. He comes walking in. He's like, hey guys. And he's got his baby in his arms and he looked, you look, you looked very tired. I will say that. Shimoda's looking good. It's worth it, but yeah, it's going to be like this for the next five months. Five, Eighteen years. Eighteen. No, years, we'll get a we'll get a full night's sleep in like December. <laughs> it's actually kielbasa sausage. I have a confession, Anthony. Oh. We have never tried. We have never tried kielbasa sausage. We we have some for us though that we're going to try today. Nice, but. We've always gotten the H-E-B sausage, and I was like, Leo, we have to get kielbasa. Anthony will be offended. He will know the difference. So, What kind did you get? That tasted like beef. Was that beef? Yeah, I think it was, I think it was beef. Yeah. Um, see, my tongue has like a perfect tongue for teaching sausage at this point. Fun fact for you, kielbasa makes H-E-B brand sausages. Not the rings, but the links. Um, that's kielbasa. We, we, we do that. How hard is it for you to say in a couple of weeks for you to no longer be able to say we, <laughs> mm. I'm probably uh, going to say we for a while. <laughs> okay. It's going to, it's a habit, man. I've been there for almost 10 years now. It's going to be, it's going to be different leaving. And it's, it's weird now too, because my boss knows and, um, we're kind of open about it. And so we could be transitioning out of here soonish, maybe like in two to three weeks. So, I would like to thank our loan sponsor, Fill the Gap. We are still waiting for a sponsor segment to read out the script. Stand by for that. Fill the gap. Maybe Brad could work on some. Fill the gap. Fill the gap. Fill it. Fill the gap. 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 Fill the very big gap. Does that work? Michael Strahan. We just got it. I could do. Um. Hey, speaking of sponsorships, I was talking to my wife today, like, oh, we're going to record the podcast. Do you want me to just send Austin a business card that he could just read off for a sponsor segment? He's like, no, I want to make it funny. You know, I, I want to make it motocross related. I'm like, all right. But uh, in the same breath, we, <laughs> we're not getting much sleep. So it's going to be very unfocused by the time we actually send you something, Austin. But it'll, it, it, it's the attempt is going to be funny. So well, know. and you have production experience with music, so I'm I'm looking forward to hearing it. It should be professional. And yeah, it'd be nice to have your wife on there as well, obviously talking about her business. So thankful for that sponsorship. Now that you have an iPhone, we can properly communicate with you. What are we on? The Motopod? Yeah, we're on the Motopod here. Let's get into it. Oh, so we talk about racing and stuff. Let's uh let's jump in and talk about what we saw over the weekend. Uh El Nandez. The Spanish assassin, as Anthony's dad likes to call him. Um, getting it done and getting it done the hard way without any hole shots. Just grinding to another overall win. Uh, Ethan, I'm going to pass this one to you. Yeah. What do you make of Hernandez's rise to the top? Well, I was kind of talking to Brad about this last night. And I think Hernandez, as you like to say, that's a new one. He... I think he's not afraid of anything right now, and it may catch up with him in the next eight weekends. Um, Just kind of going off of Chase Sexton's post-race interview, he was talking about how just crazy fast Fernandez was going, and basically was saying he wasn't willing to risk it as much as Dylan was. Right. So, and I'm sure that, other riders were feeling that way. AP was talking about Tomac, you know, Tomac was going really fast and he was joking that, um, he, he was wanting to slow down, <laughs> but I don't know. I hope, hope he doesn't get hurt. He's very, he's on a different level and I guess he'll be even better next week, right? At Southwick. He'll be pretty good there in the sand. So, yeah, I mean, that's um, what's projected, but you never know. Yeah, I'm prepared, you know, to give Anthony his Whataburger meal. I'm prepared. Has he been hurt? I can't remember if he's been hurt since he's been here. Not really, right? I know the first season he raced, I think in Supercross, he did have some injuries where he missed some races. Remember that triple where his foot got caught on the 
Yeah. On the tough block. That was rough. Anthony's point a few weeks ago about him being as old as Roxon and that type of thing, I think it's meaning a lot more than we realized it was. He's pretty, uh, you know, seasoned. He had, yeah, he's older and has experience and is mature, which we might not have given him enough credit for that earlier on. So he's scary, man. He's fast. I think the Yamaha does have a small advantage, I guess everybody says. But I wonder if he's just that much better than everybody or he's just being, he's just letting it all out more than other people are. Does that make sense? I think the second point you made, I think he's just going for it. Yeah. yeah. Look at look at Plessinger on the same bike. Now Plessinger was really good last week um, over the weekend, but there is still a level between Plessinger and Ferrandez. You could just see it. Mm-hmm. Well, we have three star racing Yamaha bikes in the top five this weekend, so that is a statement of its own. Obviously, those are three very talented riders, but they're all coming on strong. You have someone like. Justin Barsha, who was with them last year. I say that. Yeah, and he's he's dropping back. He was eighth overall for the weekend. So yeah, he, he's doing what he does. I don't think that's a bike. That's just him. He blamed his problems last year on the bike. Yeah, but he starts out good, and then he fails, and that's what he did last year. He starts out good, then he drops. I don't think that's the bike. I think that's him. I think he can do anything with the bike. Do you remember when – Austin's proven- trying to say it's the bike. Well, I'm just making a observation. That's all. Another observation for me is Plessinger, when, especially on 250s, and even when he was dominant that year, he won the Supercross Championship and the Outdoors Championship. He rarely got good starts. He was always like Ferrandis, starting in the pack, mid-pack, top 10 maybe. At Red Bud this weekend, he got both hole shots. Either that's confidence coming on for him or something to do with the bike. I mean, he's never really been a good starter, but he got two whole shots in a row. So uh, that was kind of interesting. Uh, before we talk about Tomac, let's talk about Roxon. Roxon was battling with El Nendez most of the day. How do y'all think he, like, where's Roxon's mindset at right now? The fact that he had that near crash and he didn't bail out. You know, he didn't just give up that right. Not give up, but really just let off a little bit. He's still trying. You know, and he did crash pretty pretty good, pretty good crash. And he got up and kept going, didn't really lose pace. So, Fernandez is just killing it. I just think he's a faster guy. Um, I think Roxon just needs to stay steady and hope that he does what we kind of thought, you know, that aggression and that uh, sended attitude catches yeah. up to him and, and he'll be there to take the, you know, to be there to be, you know, not that far behind him to take the lead, but he's uh, yeah. But then it's still early in the season too. We don't, you know, making Larocco's leap consistently, you know, and then watching, you know, Plessinger and Ferrandez just knock it out over and over and over. And uh, Roxon was struggling and yeah, I liked it, but still the Brad's point, it was, Amazing to still see him go for it. And once in a while, I think one lap I see him not do the triple on there. Um, but still, I, I think I don't know if that's a conditioning thing or if it's a bike thing. Yeah. Well, I think he was trying to hit it from an inside line, like a middle line, instead of going on the outside, and it, and it caught up to him on some of those. But uh, Yeah, yeah, he was trying to cut inside right before, and it was already really short to begin with. Ryan Dungey, ex-champ, was breaking it down on the pre-race show. Did y'all see that? That was very weird. His Ryan Dungey coffee hat on. Yeah, yeah that was, was a little too much. This guy's Mav TV, Mike. <laughs> well, okay, this is off topic a little bit, but they cut to him talking about LaRocco's leap four different times during the broadcast over the course of the day, and it was a pre recorded clip of him saying the exact same thing. He did good though. Did they replay the exact same inter the yes. exact same segment or was it just him saying different the same thing just different times? No, it was the, the same, same segment thing. every time? Yeah, it was the same thing oh, over and over. Funny. And I think he had like one or two other things that he discussed during uh like the qualifying sessions. And they ran with that the rest of the day like he was trackside the whole day, you know, with the TV crew, but he really wasn't. Yeah, hopefully Roxon's all right. You know, no bodily injuries after those hits. 
Um, it was good to see him just pick it right up and keep going strong. And hopefully his mindset is okay. Um, this is a web scenario a little bit for him. Last couple rounds, he rides great, gets out front, and then here comes Ferrandis late in the moto and, and somehow still pulls off a points gap. So see if he Someone's can stay back. strong. He is back. Yeah, yeah, Someone Eli. Really back. He is back. You already, you already lost your bet, Austin. <laughs> I didn't actually bet that either, by the way. No, he, 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 I know he's he, I backed out of that one quick. Oh, he's in fifth. No, it was fifth. Was it fifth? It was fifth. That's what I mean. You were saying fifth. No, I was saying no, fourth. And you Austin, see, wouldn't have bet. Austin would not have bet fifth. You said fourth, but you felt better at third? Is that what it was? I said fourth. Yes. I would feel a lot better at third, and then we backed out of that and went to our 250. Oh, before we move on to Tomac, though. We talked about this last week, foreign riders and how they view America and, you know, are they patriotic and just that situation. Did y'all hear Ferrandis' post-race interview on the podium? No. Did not. No? I don't listen to him on purpose. I tried not to. Did you interpret it? What did you hear? What did you think he said? Were there subtitles? I'm old, guys. Remember that. Essentially, Ferrandis on the podium clearly said, I love America. Clearly? He was really clear on this, actually. He said, I love America. I live here. And I consider myself an American. He, like, essentially, that's what he said. And the crowd went nuts. I don't know if he was just playing up to the, you know, the Red Bud crowd there. But I. Say it. I asked. Say it like you heard it. Say it like you've heard him say. Viva America! I love say it how you I, think I love said. the United States, and uh, I live here, and I consider myself to be uh, to be an American. So I, I just love it, and uh, yeah, this is great. Great great to be on top, and all right, I'm done. But it was Wait, good. I thought you were talking about, I thought you were talking about Fernandez, not Marv. No, good deal. Good, good Why deal. wouldn't you love America? If you're Try here, it, Ethan. Try you it. You have fans adoring you. I think he's all about that. It's a, it's like a, you need to do a mixture of Shannon Sharp with Mooskin. Oh, man. <laughs> no, I just I mentioned that last show. It, it's going to be interesting if Ferrandis does well. What will he say on the podium on the 4th of July? And there he was. I'm sitting there at the Bay House at Port Alto, Texas, watching El Nandez say he loves america it was it was great so yeah see your new fave austin no but i might have a new fave it was good to see that's all i can say about it it was good to see who's your new fave i i might dude ap is awesome you thunderbird like him his interviews it just i just i'm 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 liking that are y'all not liking that yeah he's he's passing up uh ac a little bit austin really in my, in my, well, not quite, but hey, she needs to quit falling. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I like, I like Fletcher. He's a, he's a good writer. He laughs at himself a lot, which is something I appreciate uh, about someone's personality. Because you, you do that. Yeah, I do. My wife said he could be such an attractive man, but he makes all the wrong hair choices. That made me laugh so hard. <laughs> I'm worried, guys. He makes a comment. You know, he'll say something and it's like, <laughs> like it, it just like comes out, you know, and I was sitting around watching. I got to give props to Sarah's family because they sat there for a solid hour and a half Saturday afternoon and watched Moto 1, 250 and 450 with me, both motos. And really, they didn't know who people were, what was going on. And I will talk about RJ later, but I kept mentioning RJ and how he always crashes, you know, and he was still doing well. And then when Plessinger was interviewed after Moto 1, they were cracking up at his laugh. And I hadn't really caught on to it until then. But it was like they instantly picked it up. They're like, this guy, what this guy laughs at everything he says. And then and then he did it like four more times before his interview was over. And they would laugh every time he would laugh. And it was yeah, it was pretty funny. <laughs> I didn't realize he was that far out there in like his country style until his opening ceremonies video in Dallas with his cowboy boots and everything. And and I thought he was just playing up to the Texas crowd, but then I realized shortly after, like, no, that's really what he's turned into. (laughs) I think that's a good way of putting it because, yeah, he hasn't always been that 
country. <laughs> Anthony, where do you yeah. think he's from? From seeing him, where do you think he's from? Uh, if I had to guess, I would say West Virginia. West Virginia. He looks like, like a West Virginia type of person. That was close, actually. I think he, he's Ohio. But he's just not a Southern. You think he's a Southern guy, but he's wow. from Ohio, actually. He's from Ohio. Yeah. Yeah. So he's come a long no. way, then. He looks like way. he wants to be. He looks like he wants to be every every redneck stereotype. You just took a shot at every Ohioan in the world. Wow, Alcorta dropping some heat. Man. We all we're all from Texas. He loves, you know what it's about. He loves the foreigners, but he hates people from Ohio. <laughs> wow, it's Anthony Cade Alcorta, Clayson. Cade Clayson, and Jeremy Hand are not going to like this podcast. Who? Just kidding. Uh, I picked Jeremy wow. Hand. He actually did really well for me. So, thank you, yeah, Jeremy. Clayson. Clayson me scored too. the most fantasy points this last weekend. A quick mention here of Christian Craig. Quiet day, fifth place, no. both motos. Um, what did Sexton? No. He came from last, right? Fortieth to eighth in Moto One, I that believe. Was impressive. What's up with the web wagon? Is that like? Ambushed by native Indians out there on the plains or what? He's throwing some language out there. Clearly, there's something going on with KTM because Marvin was 14th overall. He went 38th. Oh, don't tell me that. Don't talk about Marv. Did y'all hear Marv got hurt? No. No, he didn't get hurt. (laughs) You wish. (laughs) That was good. Did y'all not hear that? I want to be losers. He did break his his wheel, though. I wonder if it was trying to jump the leap. Oh, did he? Well, that counts. He's hurt. He's his, out. A mechanical. His confidence is shattered. <laughs> you know what's sad? I thought Anthony had Marvin on his team for some reason. When I saw him just dropping, you know, you see your guy on the timing and scoring, and you see that name just just dropping, and there's just that part of you. It's like, no, no, no. And he's like in 38th, and it says out. I got so You're excited. Because it was Anthony's guy. Oh, I, yeah, but it was yours. So. I go through that every week with uh, Hampshire. I'm like, yeah, oh no. Oh, what's going on? Come on, show it. <laughs> That's me with Robertson, man. I, I was getting ready to text Brad and be like, hey, look, Robertson's in fourth. He's been there a long time. And uh, yeah, the usual happened. I'm comp. I'm very confident that that's not going to happen. You have to admit the kid's got <laughs> some speed. Extremely. Should sign. That ain't the question. That Showed flashes. All right, so no comments on Webb. Uh, he was my number one Oso pick, and I only did it to burn you. So I got burned in the middle of burning you. So you got unburned, only to get burned by... Zaka. Well, I had Osborne right after that. So Yeah, but no, terrible pick. Um, he's not motivated, clearly. I guess if he's not motivated by Roxon or anger or whatever, he's not any good. I don't think he's looking at it that way. I think that's what the fans think he's thinking of. Well, I feel like there's some bike issues going on for sure with that KTM. Red Bull KTM. Okay, Barsha. Barsha's bro. He's karate kicking when he should be whipped. Barsha stinks. Big uh, stinky. This is a yeah, forgettable night. Forgettable. Yeah. What the last place? Last place? No, no, not last factory guy. AC and Marvin stunk. So he's better than those guys. But maybe Will Hahn can salvage the last part of the outdoors for him or something. No, there were no expectations for him to, you know, win or anything like that. But I think he can do anything with the bike. The most talented rider had no expectations. Is that what you're saying? It's all it's all bike problem and fitness. What's the problem with the bike, man? Well, it's not a Yamaha. Oopsies. Okay, easy way out. I said, like, can you imagine if they start in their interviews? So what happened out there? Well, I'm not on the Yamaha, so. <laughs> <laughs> Does Webb just not care? That might like, be. What, it. what can it? What can it be? Honestly. I think it's bike because care? he looks like he cares. All right, how is he leading a lap or two, you know, up front a lap or two, and then just fall if it's the bike? If it was a bike, you know, how could he do that? You know what's so good about Webb is 
he's really good in tight spaces, right? Supercross, he's so good at not letting people get around him. And yeah. he's great at he's great at capitalizing in those turns and he's great at preventing people from getting him in those tight races and in, in motocross there's so many different lines. Um maybe that's the part of it. He's easier to pass. It's gonna be interesting to see if he can get it together by those last two California rounds. Uh uh Savachi yeah, I don't have a whole lot to say. He's not doing horrible, but he's not helping me out. I mean, when Savachi and Anstey are my other two guys and Sexton is pulling Sexton stuff, I mean, my 450 team is in the tubes. I want to be losers. Did anyone else think AC got hurt when he crashed? I was hurt because he's on my always, team. I always think that when somebody goes down like that. I guess his bike was just hurt because he rolled around. I saw him battling back there with uh, Bryce Backus, Jacob Runkles, and like lap by lap would go by, and he's he's still just with those guys in like 28th. <laughs> and I'm like, oh man, something's wrong. He's hurt. Uh, but it was just his bike there. He was he, he was stinky. He needs to he needs to spend less time blogging blogging and more time uh, oh, getting in shape. There it goes. It's already backfiring. Shots man. fired. You're winning fine. You don't need more points. Okay, Anthony? <laughs> Fantasy! This was the worst I've done because of him. Shut up. Oh, 13. <laughs> Boo-hoo. <laughs> He's filthy. Uh, special shout-out here to uh, Robert Piazza coming off the island. And uh, Ethan, I guess, had let him go because he got 22-22 on the day. I saw his name up there, though, in the top 20 for a while. I was like, man, Piazza, like, what's he doing up there? Had a Rod Bell and those boys making some noise. Nothing to say about Bobby Pizza. Skipped right over shock. Oh, go ahead, Ethan. Let's hear what what you think about Cody. I don't have much to say. I just, good job on the 11th place. (laughs) Best finish, right? Is that his career best? I thought he was going to be mad at him and put him on the island because he messed up his team again or something. That's all I thought Anthony, uh, Ethan was going to go with. Oh, uh, I've got something about that. Yes, later. Oh, I, I bet you do. Of course. Hey, great ride for Heart, Heart Wrath and Shock, but let's look at these guys behind them. You got AC, Muskin, Bogle, Anstey. Anstey and Muskin and AC all had bike issues. He's still in that 15-16 spot. Correction. AC didn't have a bike issue. He fell and messed up his bike. I was thinking right. the same thing. Did Anstey so fall or did his, did his bike go? Did, did Anstey fall and his bike messed up? I think there's a difference. You just can't say bike issues when you wreck. Okay, he had some issues. How about that? Had some issues. You can't say anything bad about your boy, can you? I'm sure on the Racer X post race show, they uh, they talked about it. Say something bad. Say about something who? bad about your boy. Come who? on. Your boy. Who? Your boy. Anstey? AC. Oh, well. AC. Come on, say something bad. AC has. Say it. Here it goes. What a man, what a man, what a man. Look, let me tell you something, all right? AC has shoulder problems going back like eight years ago, all right? He's got forearm problems. He has arm pump issues. So what does he try to do? He tries to get out front, sprint, which he's great at. Get out early because he knows he's fading at the end. So he's pushing it. He's trying his best. Hits the deck hard. And guess what? He doesn't give up. He's out there riding around getting lapped. Gets in another accident. Still out there. And you got to think mentally he's destroyed at this point. Because he easily could be right up there with Roxon and Hernandez battling it out for this, this title this summer. But his injuries are really messing him up. And you can tell he's really defeated with his arm pump, you know, that he tried to get that fixed and it's it's not working. And even through all that mental, the mental side of this, he's still going out there pulling whole shots, right? I know Anthony doesn't like the vlogs, but he's being open, talking about what he's going through and where he's mentally at. And he's bringing you in. He's bringing you in on that journey. And so... I don't have anything bad to say. I'm sad that this keeps happening to him. It's frustrating because I think he's a lot better than that. And I think that's where the frustration comes from uh, for Anthony. I mean, Anthony has him on his on his team. Anthony has nothing to be frustrated about, about on his team. Frustrations. Yeah, he is, he is well, nothing I, you to know what? be frustrated I'll, about. You know I'll what? 
AC, you know what a great comp for AC is? He is an extremely talented Alex Ray. Oh, nice. Austin, all He's these not injuries that and all these, all these injuries, all these things you mentioned, what caused them? I don't know what caused Stitches. this arm pump stuff. You don't know what caused the injuries you mentioned? His Stitches. forearm issues? All of it. What? The first Tell me, Brad. He crashed a bunch. Is that it? He crashed he a bunch? He crashes a lot. And what does he do now? He crashes hey. a lot. Hey, he still goes out there and whoops Tomac. Almost every moto just whoops him. All right? Even with all these issues. He does. I'm going to tell you something. You, I'm going to say something. He does. I'm going to say something. Yeah. You were excused in any way. That was sad. You swept it all under the rug. Hey, I'll let y'all be all the negative, all right? I'll bring some positive to this show. Positive does not sell. <laughs> uh, AC can do no wrong. Okay, go ahead. Continue. That was my awesome impression. He does a lot wrong. Ethan has bars. It's sad. He does a lot wrong. And I wish he would. Austin wanted. has AC. Anthony has Jet Jet. Ooh, the Jet. I don't know who I have. Who do I you have, have guys? Tomac. I have Tomac. Yeah, but I don't think I'm all over like y'all are. Talk he's got AP. He's got, he's got the are. mullet. AP! Red Bull! Yeah, I'm, I'm an AP, man. <laughs> all right. Any other comments on 450s? What is Filthy Phil doing, man? 39th and VNS. He's filthy. What is your problem Worst. picking him? That's what I want to know. Worst you guy on him? the track. Yes, I did. Oh, I, I was close to picking Well, so word I, was, uh, Mathis said that he hurt his knee in practice. And it, it did not come out till later on when it was too late. But I, I don't think I'll ever pick him again because I don't like him as a person. I don't like him as a rider. And for what he did to me Saturday, I think I'm over him. I'm done. He's throwing some language out there. Probably a good move. A uh, quick comment on Curran Thurman. 37-35 on the day for 33rd overall. Man, if that guy's not consistently terrible, I don't know who is. <laughs> There's the negative. He is from Texas, though. He's Alright, so let's transition. Anthony, uh, walk us through our fantasy uh, situation here. I, I have to make a comment, though, on your, your background here on the Zoom. Thunderbird Motel, best kept secret. You see that? That is amazing. I, did, did you Photoshop that on the sign, or is that no, really a part of it? No, it was naturally that creepy. That's crazy. <laughs> that's not it, though. No, that Thunderbird is up in, like, Ohio or something. Some cool place. Plus, plus, plus it's your place. That's funny. <laughs> All right, walk us through our fantasy outlook quickly because this is going to be right. painful for me. 450s. Luckily, everybody had three riders active in 450s. Here's where we're at. For the day, Brad got 82 points. Um, oh, let me start off with last. Last place, Austin was 52 points. Uh, Brad got 82. Ethan pulled out a 93. And then yes. I got 101. I was disappointed. What'd you say for Austin? What'd you give Austin points? Oh, 63. I'm going to 63. So in last place is Austin, 251. Second place is Brad, 340. Um, third, um, did I say third place is Brad? Actually, I meant to say third place. Second place, Ethan with 349. He's got a gap now between him and Brad. First place right. was 438. Uh, almost 100 nice. points. Dude. Shut up. And 250s. <laughs> different story. Ethan had three riders. He scored 36 points. <laughs> that's hard to do. Ethan. That's right. That. Yeah, that's well, impressive. You can thank Mosiman for being a total moron. Savage. Uh, who else? Nichols. Well, Nichols. 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 Nichols didn't finish. Nichols was a loser. I want to be losers. Yeah. That was rough. Uh, so at 36, surprisingly low. 36 points. Second place would be Brad with 69 points. Lawrence Forgner and Maximus. Um, next we have Austin with 
Cooper Thrasher and Marshbanks. He got 73. And then I got Let's go. 15 with uh, Shimoda, Lawrence, and RJ. RJ getting number one for the day. Two, two finishes. Good job, RJ. Hey, um, did y'all hear? Breaking news. Porkner's out. Did y'all hear that? Nobody no. believes it, too. We, we'll have to find out later on. That's true. Um, hey, he's getting a lot better. You just hold on. He's coming around. Oh, yeah. 16. Big improvement from last week. He got me, got me nothing, man. He beat Nichols, all right? Yeah. He got more points than <laughs> Yeah, Nichols and Molson combined. Um, so, scores in last place is Ethan, 205. Next in third place, 243 for Brad. Second place, Austin with 259. And then first place is me with 382. Wow, that is close. Domination. Second through fourth is close. Um, I think we just need to remind our listeners, if anyone is still listening at this point, that Anthony is a newcomer. He knows nothing. Uh, he's learned a lot in a short period of time. And this was very, this was unpredictable. Uh, we did not predict this kind of performance from AA, but uh, he is, he's sticking with it. Um, still time to blow up, but you know, that's going to take some... Well, let, listen to this. He has, a, in 250s, he has like a 120-plus point lead. And his first round pick... Was Shimoda. Was Joe Shimoda. Out of the whole playing. field. Out of everyone, that's Explain. who he went with. He had the third pick in Joe Shimoda. Yes. That's... That just tell, I don't know what to say. I don't know how you explain that. I don't know. I don't know why first and second didn't pick up Jet Lawrence or fourth, Brad. Jet Lawrence was in there for a while. I know. Was we weren't expecting him to be this good, this consistently. Yeah, and then um, you know Shimoda, you give me flag for that, and it's deserved. But like, yeah, to Austin's point, I didn't know anything. But he's been consistently decent. Like not consistent, except for that one where, his other than his bike getting stuck in somebody else's spokes. Oh, Anthony! Getting, you know, top ten finishes. You can't get him yeah, Shimoda because Shimoda's turning to. He is now, but when you picked him, when you picked him, you didn't know any of this information. Brad, you should know this. You play golf with me. I am extremely. Yeah, you, you have Shimoda, you have Jet, and you have Hampshire. Shimoda was your first pick, and you all laughed at it's me when a, I picked RJ as well. Just, it's just a, no, we didn't. That was a good one. This was my first round having all six riders in it. And Thrasher still blew up in Moto 1 and got me nothing. You can't, I, I guess it goes to show you shouldn't pick the Supercross champions because Webb and Nichols are losers. I want to be losers. Cooper's doing decent, but. All right, let's put Anthony in his place a little bit. Overall series champions, Anthony picked. Shimoda. So, you just loved that little girl, didn't you? Say little girl. (laughs) (laughs) You got something for Shimoda. Shimoda's looking good. Me and uh, Ethan had J-Mart, which is still a possibility, but it's very slim. It looks like Austin might win it, or get closest to it with J. Cooper. Anthony's 2450 pick was, do you remember Anthony? Yes, Cincerillo. AC, somehow Austin let you pick him. And then Austin might have won the game, day with Webb. And me and Ethan have Tomac. So we're I think we're all going to be wrong. The only chance is uh, Austin's Cooper pick. Yeah. Out of all of our four, out of our eight picks, only one has a chance of coming true. Ripping lips. Well, it was only round was four. A real, realistic chance. We got realistic eight more rounds chance, to go so. here. So we'll... Uh, We'll see how it goes. Um, let's break down 250s really quick. Anthony, were the tears flowing when RJ got that overall win? Uh, happy for that, man. Good rider, good performance. I, I enjoyed it. He was riding hard, but no, it was it was very entertaining. It was funny that he fell, like you kind of expected at this point. And then he fell again, and you're like... Oh, you know, twice! Yeah, he fell twice. What's wrong with the guy? And we still pulled off a second, so... 
Good on him. Yeah, he was riding crazy good. Um, Mr. Consistent here, Justin Cooper. Nothing flashy for this guy. I, I kind of feel like he let something go in that second moto. Um, big stinky. Uh, Not that he no let it go. One. It's just, what? He let one go? He let one Did it go? Smell bad? Big um, stinky. Oh. Like he, Cooper yeah. loves getting the whole shot and then dust cropping. <laughs> Crop dusting. Everybody. <laughs> yeah, he got two whole shots on the day. <laughs> dust crop. He got two whole shots on the day, went 4-1. He did get it done in that second moto, which is all he could do. But the Jet, you know, AA's guy, um, really, really uh, kept the damage to a minimum because it looked like it was going to be a big day for Justin Cooper. And I was already being being able to taste that free Whataburger. Uh, but we only gained four points or three, three or four points on the Jet. So... Um, three, I like three. This is kind of like a Dungy Villapoto vibe to me. Like Cooper is not crazy flashy. He's just always way up there. And the jet has the raw speed advantage. So still got third on the podium, uh, crashing twice. Well, no, got a horrible start in Moto2 and then crashed. So uh, let's see, where did he start in Moto2? He started in 18th. Hey, I had a, I had an interesting theory because uh, you're probably about to get to Hunter Lawrence because he got fourth finishing behind his younger brother again. Do you think is it, it's probably too early to say this, but if this keeps going on the rest of this year, and I don't know what their contracts are like, but they're probably both signed next year too, and Hunter keeps playing second fiddle, do you think someday Hunter could go to a different team? Where they're not like around each other every day. Um, it would be hard to just be under him. You know, he's your little brother beating you all the time and to just be practiced. Yeah, I see what you're saying. It's a possibility. You know what they're saying whenever Jet was signed, that they were saying that he brought Hunter along with him and the whole A star, you know, we're going to, I'll go with you. You got to bring my brother with me. And I don't know if that truly yeah. happened or not, but he's just been under, you know, I could see what you're saying. Yeah, I could see that. So let him go over to Star. And start ripping them and then beat little Jet Jet. Hunter came over. Hunter was supposed to be the better one. They came over last year and Hunter was hurt. Jet kind of came out of nowhere and did really well in Supercross. And he kind of surpassed Hunter. So whenever this new signing, you know, Geico, Team Geico went away, which was the 250 Honda team. And now it's factory Honda. It's, you know, there's they've been, it's been said that, Jet's going to sign, but we'll, you know, I'll do it if you bring Hunter along, that type of thing. Who knows if that's really how it happened, but yeah, I just feel like Hunter doesn't get, um, not that he's earned a lot of credit. He's very good, but I feel like he doesn't get looked at as much because there's another guy named Lawrence that's better, getting better results, you know. I got a, I got a good question here, and I could be totally off base, but Tony's trouble. Tony's trouble. Do drivers drive in rain? If they're the same guys and they're on the same team, I don't remember um, Jet Lawrence in Dallas, right? He wasn't in Dallas, was he? Because the teams want different rider and want a rider for each coast. They don't want him competing for the same title. Pro Circuit has four riders. They're going to have two on the west, two on the east. Okay. That makes sense. I got it. Honda, Honda, Honda had two. Honda only had two, so they went one-on-one. Okay, I get it. Yeah, it's more of a strategy at that point. So J-Mart came okay. back this weekend. That was surprising to everyone. Uh, awesome finish, fifth overall. Seemed fit. Seemed like he was hanging in there doing okay. Uh, what do y'all make of him coming back, and should he have, and uh, why? Why would he uh, at this point with all these nagging injuries, being way out of the championship? Uh, is this sponsorship driven? Is this pride driven? Is he really doing this to try to get another ride next year? What is the decision for him to come back and battle for a fifth place finish? That's that's kind of the common theme, right? Everybody's questioning why he's not getting healthier. But I I literally just saw this right now. But he's he hasn't been racing for like two years. He he probably just yeah. wants to be out there. He had that 
back injury and then supercross was cut short very short um he probably just wants to be out there because it's been such a long time i don't know and yeah and since you know fortner's out and, and j mark's on my team he wants to help me out he he's a good guy and he wants just to help me out a little bit that's that's exactly why he, he just knew he knew he needed he to cares. fill that gap so Joe, 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 J-O, Joe, Joe, Shimo, J-O-E or J-O, Joe like my mama, <laughs> Styles Robertson in eighth, uh, really good ride, Whoa. even though he had an accident, he had a, he had an issue there in Moto2, we're not going to say if it was bike related, Styles started off eighth in Moto1, sixth in Moto2, the only thing we care about is he finished off the podium, no, we don't. We're seeing progress. He's no, he's inside he's the top better. fifteen. He's inside the top ten. He was running up top five. So yeah, no, good stuff from Robertson. I'm maybe he's getting a little healthier. These these two week off breaks have helped. Is Robertson your two fifty AC? You Thunderbird like? No, I right I don't know anything about him. I just have I'm locked in on this non bet with you. And no kidding, man. We're gonna you see what happens. Yeah, we are. You know how, how we do here. Uh, Pierce Brown, seventh overall there. Um, great ride for him. I don't know. I mean, anyone got anything on him? Yes, yes. He couldn't have, he couldn't have done it when I picked him. Yeah, same That's here. All I have to say. Uh, Boland, Maxi, Brad, your guy. Uh, you picked him up this week. He got ninth overall. Hasn't had any flashes lately. Had a bad moto. Who knows what happened? But the other moto, he did pretty good. So. Um, what about Porker. the kitchen guy? Yeah, uh, Levi's what did he, kitchen. What did he finish? Levi's what did he finish? 12th of all. 19. And nobody picked him in fantasy? No. Nope. I, I tried to zig. I thought y'all were all going to take him. So I tried but this was his only race, though, Ethan. I know, but I still thought y'all were going to pick him, so I, I tried not to. And hence why he's losing. <laughs> I like birds. You know, Levi's kitchen oh, was I'm hot sorry. during qualifying. Uh, but it quickly cooled off when the heat of the day came around to play. March Banks, nice. you know, this this makes sense for me with March Banks in my fantasy season because he's been like a top five, top six guy. First week, his points matter for me, 11th. That's just great. You put the curse on him? That's just great. <laughs> oh, and oh, Thrasher, 13th overall. My man, getting it done. Hey, Brad, guess what? I think... Nichols actually is hurt. He DNF second moto, so I am going to pick up J Mart since hey Nichols is hurt. Yeah. Let's see, let's see the pressure. Might, you might get me. Let's see the pressure. <laughs> Michael Moseman, 21st overall for the day. Um, he wasn't very savage. He, no, no. The savage spirit was gone. One other guy I want to highlight. Jack Chambers, 30th overall on the day. The hype was real. I got sucked into that one for sure. You had him on your team? I did. I had him on my team. And he got they very close to double won. points. And you, and you still won. You know you beat me because of your boy blew it in the in that moto. That's the only reason you beat me. Who's my I'm boy? Sure you planned it that way. Hey, see. Hey, see. A A C, blew it. Can't stay on two wheels. Well, you should have stayed clear of the disaster zone known as A C. It's not the danger zone, Weege. It's the disaster zone. It wasn't a good comeback for Jerry Robin getting 31st overall, but I did reach out to him on Twitter about it, and he responded and said, "Was good to be back. Haven't had much time on the bike, but hopefully I'll make some progress on that soon." So, do you think he just copies and pastes that every, every week? Every Lie. week. The week ahead, he just pastes that every time because it's, it's, it's fitting. Yeah. In every race, it's like a permanent replay. Hey, I, I believed in Jerry I'm, twice last year in Supercross, and he let me down. Yeah, me too. Both times. He's off your list like, uh, who's your new one this week off your list? Phil, there's only like four guys I can pick next week. If, Jack yeah. Chambers is off my list. <laughs> Ethan's canceling everybody out. He can't do it. Dude, Jack's going to be good at the wick, y'all. I'm going to pick him, and he's going to 
max double, 100 big ones, and I'm going to just catch even more up to big AA. Yeah. You know who hey. flies at the wick? Tomac is on it at the wick. It's in Boston. Everybody has weird accents, you know. So it's well, awesome. Well, they use a different tire at that track. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, my new favorite guy is Matthew Curler. He finished 32nd overall. He's from Belton, Texas. Nice. So Belton? I am going territory. for in. No, Joseph I called Tate. It. Joseph Tate. That's an early settler's name. James Harrington. There's some early settler's names in here. James Harrington. Early early settlers. He's <laughs> on the Mayflower. All right. Nathan's been studying up his American history. I like birds. Did you get your GED yeah. too? Dude, Jim Bowie was he was there, man. Daniel Boone was so close to qualifying. Jet Lawrence was, back was, in the day was he, a legend at the Alamo. But he but he, but he <laughs> saw a bear. But he saw a bear back in the backwoods and he jumped off and went and killed it with jumped his knife. What are we on? The motopod? And then he got his bear grease and went and sold it. I bet they're friends with AP. <laughs> what if AMA is even worse without FIM? But AMA, that's Supercross. That's the guy's yeah. weird. So Davey Coombs wrote a bunch about it on Racer X. I actually read it earlier today. I highly recommend going and go read that article because it made a lot of sense to me. Is Davy Coombs going to do it on a pod? Read it so I don't have to read it. I like birds. It's not okay. long enough I'll for him to, him to do a pod on. It's like five-minute okay. read, Brad. You can do it. All you right. can muster up the focus. Hey, All Anthony, right. tell me when you're going to read it, and I'll just – you can call me and you just read it. What are we on? The motopod? <laughs> read it to you. All right, great. All right. <laughs> I'll call you tonight. It'll be your bedtime That's, story. All right. Oh, so romantic. Awesome. So romantic. Oh, that'll be awesome. That'll be awesome. Thunder Just like in Thunderbird. Thunderbird. We can talk about Thunderbird time. Remember back in Thunderbird when you touch? What? 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 Oh no! Where's Valerie? Oh no! I'm worried, guys. Um, it was late. That's gotta be, be scrubbed from this podcast. It was late. Do you have regrets? When your glutes are just solid. Instant, instant, re- yes. instant regrets. Let's move on to the island. All right, Ethan, this week, who are you tossing on that island? Um, well, I think... It's pretty obvious that Nicoletti is going to the island. Maybe he can get some knee evaluations there by uh, maybe Mitch has some medical experience. I don't know. Um, I blame (laughs) the media. I blame the media for their lack of coverage on J-Mart because, as you know, I dropped him last week for Swole. Hmm very poor decision on my part. I wouldn't have done it had I known he was coming back, but they act like they didn't know. They just didn't try to know. And I blame them. So wait, you're yeah, throwing you're throwing all of the media on the island? Oh, I like that. All, all of yes. the media. Okay. Big, Even yeah, we? I like that. No, we are not statement. media. We are fans. So we are that's not good statement, media. Ethan. They Thank did you. not know, but they did not try to know. I like that. Even Weege, yes. though. You're throwing Weege on the island, too? Yes, because he's also friends with Nicoletti, and he did not know anything about the knee injury. So, All right, I like that. That's a good one. Good job there. Uh, quick note, I got to read this from my wife texting me. Uh, she sent me a bunch of caps, a bunch of text messages in all caps asking how long we're oh, going to be. She, she said, yelling. I'm hungry. Yell it. Yeah. For real, I'm hungry. Is this going to be another hour and a half podcast? Oh, nice. And I said, no, we're almost done. And then she texted back, you lie, period. You started at 610, it's 737. And then she just texted, I'm about to storm the gates. So, Woman, comma, 
make me something to eat and you can have a little bit of it. Do it. And do it and let me have see. Have you ever said anything to Valerie like that in your whole life? Sure. Here, y'all got it? She's okay. not even home. She's not even home. She's home. <laughs> oh, she's home. I love you. It's happening. Hey, my wife's making some pancakes in there as we speak. So I bet they're like super you, fancy with blueberries and some kind of nut on mine, top. Mine has chocolate chips. Yeah. She, right. she said, she said, good one, comma. What kind would you like? Yeah right. Knuckles. Yeah sandwich. right. That's what you're. That's what you're getting. <laughs> All right. So. Um, it's just a piece of bread. Any other Islanders? I have an Islander. Uh, I'm gonna put Adam Cincerillo on the island, not because of fantasy at all, oh. not fantasy related. This is just falling off his bike and um, arm pump week after week. He needs to spend, I made the comment earlier, he needs to spend less time vlogging and more time pumping that iron. And, you realize uh, that doesn't help arm pump, right? I, hey, <laughs> if if there's a weakness in your body, you work it out. You get like a, a dumbbell, a short one. You put the weight in the middle, right? You put grips on the outside. No, wait, wait, you don't put the weight. You put grips on the outside, you tie a rope to the weight and you twist it up and you twist it down. That was the old school, how to work on your forearms back in the day. I don't know if it worked or not. That's what you do. All right, well, dial up AC, let him know. Maybe you should post some comments on his uncut vlogs. Be like, listen, listen to the latest Oso Moto Show where we tell you what you need to do to fix yourself. Otherwise, you're on the island and you don't want to be on the island because the island is where people like- uh, Mitch Payton's on it. Mitch Payton and Vince Freeze. And uh, the whole media. I got a new again. And the whole media. The whole media. Barsh is on there. Why? Ooh, why? Because he stinks. Big uh, stinky. Yeah, he should be better than that. Oh, Ethan just logged off. <laughs> should he not be better than what he is? Should he, he should. not be better? Okay, that's why he's on the island. Okay, fair. Hey. All right, I think that's I the first those. island pick that Brad's ever gotten right. Anthony's yeah. golf golf etiquette is also on the island. <laughs> I pull. We were playing golf Friday afternoon. Me and Rick, guy from church, and Anthony. We called Anthony up and said, "Hey, can you play?" And he's like, "Yeah, I think I can play." We're like, "All right." You know, new new dad and all. Yeah. So I pull up and I I have my cart and I'm going to pick up Anthony, and he's his he pulls up. <clears throat> And I'm like, okay, and I think he's gonna use his clubs out. And he pulls out a full-size box fan. Fan. Box fan. Box fan. I'm like, what, what is this guy doing? Is he running a fan in his car while he's driving? Maybe. And he puts it in the cart with me. And I'm like, what are you doing? He goes, here, we gotta figure out where we're gonna put this. And then the next thing he pulls out of his car is a little uh, power pack, generator type thing, like electric. Nice. And I'm like, what are you doing? He goes, I'm gonna run the fan while I'm in my in the golf cart. And I'm like, uh, no, no, we're not. And he goes, yeah. And I said, I'm riding with Rick. He goes, okay. <laughs> so he's driving, he's riding around with a golf cart hanging from the side of the or a fan hanging from the side of the golf cart. I even bought straps. Yeah, he bought bungee straps to, to hang, like just classing the place up. So there goes. He's on the island for his etiquette. Golf, I, got, I don't know what you want to call it. Daddy, I, I love you. I love you too, Eli. Daddy, I love you. Aww. Daddy, I love you. How much Eli, are you paying to say that? Yeah, he'll pay you later, <laughs> Eli. Good job. <laughs> Here's a 20. Here's a 20. You know what? I got a lot of positive remarks from it. Not from you, because you were embarrassed to be associated with me, but everybody who saw it was like, that's a good idea. It's 95, 90 degrees out here. That's awesome. How does it work? I definitely yeah, would have wanted to be on his uh, his golf cart there. My cart was nice and cool. Good times. Sounds fun. I wish we could all play sometime together, but I guess that'll never happen. Yeah, one of these years it might happen. Maybe we got to do it. We have to do it. All right. Sounds good, guys. Uh, appreciate y'all. <laughs> 
hopping on to discuss Redbud. We got the Wick. Brad, you want to say it one more time? The Wick. Yeah, we got the Wick next week. The wick. You gonna say it again, or Everybody's, is that... the Wick? I'm sorry, the Wick. I'm sorry, I forgot how I was saying it. I'm, I'm, That's not it, though. Replay the drop. All right, um, just, just replay it. Wow, you just cracked under the pressure. I did. I couldn't handle it. No bets. See you Brad. later, guys. All right, see y'all. Bye. Bye bye. bye. Winner of the first ball, number 747, Roddy's climbing in ball by number four. Bruce Cahoon, third place at the time is number eight. Brad James. That's right. Fourth place is number four. That's right. 590, Michael. Brad's having some problem in this slippery turn, spinning out in the effort to catch Michael. Who